six lady sex investigators who don't know what they're doing. Hey, we're all able-bodied cisgendered white women. We know our background and experiences only cover a small percentage of those around us, which is why we want to supplement this with guest speakers, research, and you. If you have opinions and experiences you'd like to share, we would love to hear it. If, however, you just want to spew hate at us, then we can't stop you, but instead we invite you to suck our collective clitorises. Hater. This podcast also contains mature sexual themes and swearing. No, clitoris isn't a swear word. It'll work. Okay. Hello, welcome to Throbbing Members Only, another quarantine video chat podcast recording edition. Hopefully all of this works. If my sound is weird, it's because I'm literally sitting in my bathtub because I need better internet. So, mm-hmm. Where everybody gets um, their good internet. Right on the toilet. Why do you have such a good internet in your bathtub? Um, well, it's in my bathroom. I appear to have better internet. Ah. Um, Wait, and are you directly above the router? No. Hmm. Hmm. Who knows? But I don't know. Internet's a weird, vague pseudoscience anyways, so. It <laughs> yes, really is. It is. Um, yeah, so Throwing Members Only, we're here to talk about some sex things. Um, let's introduce ourselves. Right now we are only five. We have another, um, Gina's going to be late. She's busy because she's graduating law school. Casual. Ah! Casual clap. Um, so, hello, I'm Maisie. Yes, okay. Yeah. So, I'm Maisie. I'm Lucy. I'm Sissel. Hannah here. And I'm Kelly. Woo-hoo. Yay! And then Gina will be here at some point. We'll make her introduce um, herself. She can introduce too. herself later. Yeah. If we can let her in. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> um, but today, we are going to talk about motherhood slash, mostly for us, like, womb craving, etc. Um, because... Womb. Yes, we're recording this, like, on Mother's Day weekend, so it's vaguely thematic. Um, maybe this and... will come out by Father's Day weekend. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe even, like, Labor Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay. That actually might I got be tired of my... closer to when it'll come out, honestly. Yeah. yeah. So, before we get in, into our own uh, motherly leanings or lack thereof, what are you guys doing for Mother's Day? Uh, uh, social distancing at my parents. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, there was talk of lawn chairs and dessert, but I don't know how any of that's going to work out. So, <laughs> so sad. Yeah. Lawn chairs six feet apart. Yep. <laughs> On a cold, cold Midwestern day. Yeah. <laughs> polar vortex. It's a polar vortex again, polar by the way, vortex. y'all. Yeah. Is, yeah. It, is, yeah. is it technically? last Gross. cross before we can start planting shit i guess Oops. it is i bought things maybe i should hide them in my garage my poor aloe plant it's so sad now that it's so cold <laughs> i just got it i didn't want to kill it and i still don't want to don't kill your aloe no i don't want to it's very cute it's in my little little day of the dead skull right Ooh. now did i guys show you guys this Ooh. Oh, no, so that's so cute oh i know maybe don't water it as much no, I I haven't watered it at all. Okay. The soil was just really damp when I got it for oh, some reason. Annoying. So I've been trying to make it dry out. <laughs> dry, bitch. Um, 
What am I? Well, my mother request, I'm currently living with my mother, well, my parents, but anyway, mm-hmm. um, my mother, I asked her, like, what she wanted to do or anything, and she's like, well, I've been having this really weird craving, and I was like, oh, shit, what's it gonna be? And she's like, blueberry pancakes, and I was like, oh, yeah, cool, <laughs> that's, that's fine. <laughs> oh, that's, that's doable. I can do that. <laughs> doable, doable. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, produce isn't always the easiest to get right now, but it's easier. Well, if you have flour, then that's not a, yeah, <laughs> that's not yeah, a terrible request. Fine. Well, yeah. we have frozen blueberries, so it's even easier. Uh, yeah, that's the better way to do it anyways, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is. I like it better. Yeah, my, my mom, I am also living with her, and uh, she said, I asked her, because, like, we don't really celebrate Mother's Day. And I was like, oh, I'm kind of glad we're not celebrating Mother's Day. And she's like, Oh, I don't, I don't know. Oh. And I was like, Oh, wait, do you, do you want a present? She's like, Oh no, 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 I don't want a present. I just want to order in and um, not cook, and I want to watch a movie. And I was like, Oh, okay, well, that's that's we can fine. Do that anyway. <laughs> we can do that. That's very. I was gonna do that anyway. Yeah. Nice. Um, I mm-hmm. don't live with my parents. I live with my trash cat. But I Until have, recently. Yeah. I have been seeing my parents and my sister. Um, so I texted my mom and she was like, I was like, oh, do you want to do anything on Sunday? And she's like, it's up to you. And I was like, not really. It's not my day. Yeah. I asked if she wanted to come over to, I, mean, I like, I could have them over for brunch, I guess on Sunday, but I also volunteer at the farm from two to four. So it's like, you have to leave my house by one thirty. I feel like <laughs> that's like mom code for please do something for me, but I'm a mom, so I'm not supposed to want things. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't I know. So she, would, she would actually say, okay, I think good. she doesn't care that much. Good. But cause we yeah. kind of the same as with Kelly, like we don't do things that much for mother's day or father's day. Like we, we got her gift. Actually, like her gift is I've had it since Christmas because my sister and I ordered this, but then I was out shopping with my mom somewhere and she's like, I want this for Christmas. So that became her Christmas present. So now the thing that we got her back in December is her Mother's Day present, which. Wait, is this a t shirt? Yes, as I say, if anybody watches the um, like Me Too channel on youtube I, th- I, th- I don't know if they're still affiliated with buzzfeed or if they're kind of their own company or yeah i don't know now. um but they have these shirt they have like merch that says nadie me ayuda and it's like just like nobody helps me in this house <laughs> so my sister and i <laughs> ordered that shirt like a long time ago yeah adorable that's, so sweet. that's a good mother's day gift too yeah, yeah it is it, is. it would have been good for oh yeah i guess for also christmas she would have been good yeah Regardless, but it seems like a little apt for Mother's Day. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. Well, I also live with a trash cat. I also live in a different city than my parents, so mm-hmm. uh, I probably won't do anything besides give her a call and FaceTime for a little bit and catch up. That's nice. I yeah. just, we don't usually do gifts or anything, so. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I See, I like that. I like that because my mom, like, I guess, to be fair, I think she's right. I think we do celebrate Mother's Day, but, like, she doesn't really want a gift. She just wants me to spend time with her. Yeah. Which is and if I was home, I think it'd be a little more similar to what Kelly is doing, too. It's like, yeah. just hang out, like, you know, order food, like the food that, that she wants, and then, like, watch a movie she picks or something. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. Which is fine. That's a good way to yeah. celebrate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mom just wants to see me and my brother, so I will yeah. give her that gift yeah. of my presence. <laughs> your presence is a present. Yep. Is your brother and my mom did... Hmm? Does your brother live with them now? I couldn't remember who he was about. Uh, he's such a weirdo. So 
<laughs> Who knows with him? He technically has everything he owns at my parents' house, but he hasn't slept there in a really long time. He's been sleeping at his friend's place, who they will be getting an apartment together this summer, theoretically. Um, but it's weird and ambiguous and very much like my brother, too. Not really live anywhere. Because even when he did yeah. live at home, his room was like a weird museum and like he didn't touch anything. And like he was just he's he's a weirdo when it comes to living places. He doesn't settle really in. Weird. Yeah, mm. he's he's like, what, 22, mm, 23, yeah. 24 yeah, I, in I, August. I, I, wow. I like to think that your brother is going to get cool when he's older. I hope so. <laughs> <You know? laughs> He's got such potential, you know? He really does. Like, he's a decent human being. He, mm -hmm. uh, like, has some pretty good instincts about things. But then sometimes he's stupid and owns two BMWs. But, you know, it's whatever. Wait, he has two now? Yeah. That's, oh that's cool. He has his <laughs> one he bought right out of high school that my parents were like, we're not going to buy you a BMW. We'll help you buy like a normal, sensible vehicle, but not a BMW. And he was like, fuck you. I'm going to put my college money to this instead. Uh, and then he also has his new one, which his friend who he's living with works at a dealership and got him a great deal on. Why do you Does he want to... <laughs> Yes. Yes. Nice, I guess. Yes. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yes. I'm a little baffled, but that's fine. Yes, that's his Lucy, business. Yes. <laughs> Guys, we're talking about wombs, not brothers. Right. Well, <laughs> so out of a womb. That's true. Yeah, not I suppose. Well, somebody's. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess um, I'll start because this is my topic, and also I have been having a lot of womb craving recently, and it's. Like Weird and annoying. Do you, do I know. You, um, do you keep track of this? Because you go through phases. No. I think it's partly a springtime thing. Maybe. Springtime for sweet summer child. And fertility is <laughs> mm -hmm. now. It is. Because <laughs> fertility is now. In the spring is when I don't necessarily get a womb craving, but I do get the sudden craving to take care of plants. So, <laughs> similar. <laughs> Mothering um, instincts. Yeah, I don't... Mother a plant. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I I think part of it is because around like just before Christmas, I started watching this new YouTube channel that I discovered, Rhiannon and Ashley vlogs. It's very quality, but also she is our age, which is twenty eight, or I guess some of you are twenty seven. Um, Shut up! I'm not that age. <laughs> and um, she has this adorable three year old daughter. And, like, a lot of her vlog is, like, her doing stuff. And her daughter's super cute. And she has talked about how, like, she only puts the cute stuff in the vlog. Like, her daughter obviously isn't perfect and throws temper tantrums and stuff. But, like, it looks adorable in the vlog. Um, anyway, so, like, that happened around Christmas time. And then in February, um, one of, like, someone I know on Facebook had a baby. Who's, she's also our age. Um, her second baby. Um, and so then, like, it's just been, like, in my world, like, babies and children. And then maybe springtime happened, like you said, Kelly. And it's like, oh, you should do that. Should we explain you... what it is? I guess, yeah. Craving? Yeah. I mean, it sounds do. pretty self-explanatory, I suppose, but let's yes. make sure. It's, you know, that annoying feeling you get when you 
suddenly think you want children, basically. I can't relate. <laughs> I was saying, even if you have a womb, you might not have this craving. Yes, even you might. You I was like, I don't know what. Some people do you not might get this craving. And... Yes. That's true. Um, yeah. Also, That's very true. Maisie, have you listened to the last two episodes of All My Relations? No, I haven't. Okay, so I really need to. That is a podcast. Um, two Native women do it, and they talk about a lot of Native issues, and they do it in seasons. Um, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts that have seasons. <laughs> Most of the podcasts I listen to is like every week. Um, but one of the women had a baby at the end of their first season, and so a lot of the first episode actually technically the second episode of the second season is talking about going into labor and having the baby and things like that Mm -hmm. the second episode is also kind of a lot about um raising children and things like that too so that's kind of why i thought i was like oh she suddenly changed the episode topic to women craving native skew what was that what like does sorry this is a weird question but like so like labor and motherhood in the united states is kind of fucked up in general for everybody is it like different for the native community well i think they're gonna like, do they have, talk they'll about probably that? they'll probably have a whole episode about it this was just kind of recapping what had happened since okay the last season which in the last episode of the first season she said that she was like seven months pregnant or something like that um, and she did kind of talk a lot about how having kids uh, in the U.S. now is not the same as how her ancestors would have had kids. Um, but she didn't really get into it too much. It was it was mostly just kind of. I'm I'm sure that's like a whole topic. Of, I know that like, that like or more. the hospital ratio on reservations is like garbage. So oh, wouldn't that be yeah, it's probably harder to have a baby yeah. at least mm-hmm. on a reservation? She it's harder well, to do everything. At least yeah. for her and and I don't I don't obviously like know everything but she was talking about although her story was like so insane because she was contracting for hours but didn't realize that she was in labor. <laughs> she was like her water broke in a like carpeting store and she didn't realize her water broke cuz she had taken Damn. like a 3 hour bath and then she told her partner she's like hey there's bath water coming out of me and he's like I don't think and then she's like, no, no, no. She's like, okay. And then later her mom was like, no, you, your water probably broke. Do you know how <laughs> hysterical? It was a, it was, it's a very entertaining story. But yeah, she, she talked about um, driving to see her midwife and her midwife was like, oh, no, it's probably amniotic fluid. And the test, it was blue. And she's like, yep. But yeah, by the time she got to the birthing center, and she said hospital, but it was, she said it was actually birthing center. So I don't know if it was um, on a reservation or nearby, but she also talked about um, coming back from the midwife to head home. And then she's like, well, I have to go home. Like, I have to, like, do a prayer and go to the water. And her mom was like, no, you have to go to the hospital. And But she did go home. And um, I think her mom sang her prayer or something like that. And she talked about that and having the baby and her and her mom and maybe her niece or cousin singing the baby songs and prayers like right after it was well, she was born and things like that oh that's, that's really so cool, cool. Yeah. i love i'm them. sure Maisie will i'm sure Maisie will <laughs> listen to that soon now yes i will because <laughs> yeah, i'm not somebody who like i don't really have womb cravings but i'm like uh, it's like that was still like a very beautiful story it's very funny <laughs> like how could you mm-hmm. be contracting for hours <laughs> not know that's 
No one wants I, to Every that. time I, I hear, like, about, and this happens all the time, like, women who don't know they're pregnant. I mean, there's a whole show about it, mm-hmm. or uh, two shows, at least. Like, like women who go all nine months not having a period, birth a child, and then are just like, what happened? I'm like, how? 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 How do you not notice something so extreme happening to your body? It's so weird, though, but, like, some people's, like, body, like, I don't get my period every month, like... Yeah, I also like, yeah, didn't get my period for a year and a half once, so, like... Yeah. Like, that I mine think, are very regular. I think stress, too, is, like, so mm. profoundly impactful, and we don't give it enough credit, like... That's very true. Because sometimes stress can just cause you to not have your period, well, also. It also just, like, makes you stupid, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes you really not notice things. Yeah. Um, and I think mm-hmm. especially if you have, like, a heavier body type, like, people just don't always notice. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not as prevalent as, like, if you're, a, you know... Yeah. A more athletic, skeleton. slim person. Yeah, I'm just having a lot of like, oh my god, capitalism or like society has got us so alienated from our own bodies. That you too. Know? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's kind of a little bit of both. It's a little yeah. bit of that, and or people just not being educated yeah. to like mm-hmm. what to look for. Yeah, and I would mm-hmm. say for the for this woman in particular, she did also mention that um, she had a lot of pain throughout her pregnancy. There was something mm-hmm. like with her pelvic mm-hmm. bone or something, so she thought it was. Just that, that pain still. Yeah, that, like, knowing you're pregnant but not knowing you're going into labor makes more sense to me. Yeah. yeah well, and I especially... Even, this is, like, kind of weird, but... And probably gross in TMI, but what is this podcast for? It's not gross. Exactly. Not everything. It's not TMI. You know, everything like, TMI. Your period poops where, like, yes. it yep. just hurts so yep. bad. Yep. Sometimes, like, mm-hmm. when I'm on the toilet with them, I'm like, is this what contractions are like? <laughs> I bet it's fucking worse. Yeah. I know. Well, I mean, I'm sure it's worse. Well, I've heard, I've heard contractions described as like really bad cramps. So yeah, yeah. probably. But like, my friend just had a baby like right before the Rona happened. The Rona. And she was like the, Rona. the weeks before she started getting like small contractions. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, you don't know. Like she's always like, you know, yeah. It's like they were real, but it just wasn't like close enough. Yeah. To, like, be, like, yeah, you can have contractions without going into labor. Yeah, so she was like, you know, she's like, she was so chill, like, oh, I'm counting them, and when it gets bad, we'll go. But, like, I was like, you were yeah. just sitting Good here working be. with me having contractions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep. so what do you do when you have womb cravings, Maisie? Um, I just think about How it a lot. How do you deal with them? I mean, mm. I, I don't, like, <laughs> like they just sort of are there, and then eventually it, it goes away. How did it look um, like you just think about wanting to be pregnant? I think about wanting to have a family, like, have children. But mm. see, for, and for me, like, I definitely know I want to have kids, because, I'll be honest, I want to do all the fun things that I used to, like, childhood for me was, like, the peak of my existence. Like, it was just, like, you have so much fun, and you do all the fun things, and then you grow up, and it sucks. PSA, sorry, kids. Um, and so, like, I just want to, like, participate in all of that stuff again. Um, and I also just think it's, like, very scientifically interesting to, like, create this thing and then, like, watch it grow up. Yeah. Like, I just think that would be fascinating. Um, it is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. To say the least. The ability to um, manufacture life is a fascinating thing that the human female body and most female bodies can do. So it's, it's terrifying. Like you wanting to relive your childhood and not have a kid or and just like... No, because I, I definitely, like, I don't know. 
maybe Kelly might be the only one who can semi-relate to my feelings um, as the only other one who slightly has womb craving. But, Mm -hmm. um, like, sometimes I just, like, get this feeling that I'm, like, I just, like, want a kid. I don't know. I mean, I don't think that's, like, unusual. No, I don't think so either. No. No, I'm sure it's not. very usual. It's, yeah, it's, (laughs) I mean, well, I mean, I was going to say, like, it's more usual, but honestly, like, you know, it's, it's one of those things that's like, women are expected to feel this way, and not all of them do, so whatever. Yeah. But, um, I think for me, it's, it, it's not really about reliving my childhood when I do have them, and honestly, I haven't really been having them lately. I think part of it is because my usual job, and jobs I've had in the past, have been working with kids, and when I'm around kids, I have mm-hmm. that more, where I'm like, you're oh. so sweet and adorable, and mm-hmm. like, I want to have a child and like make them watch all my favorite movies and yeah like the things I like and you know <laughs> which is not how it works at all um but we like but to like, trick ourselves that's why you have yeah, friends we like to, it's how you become like a to mother think that we can do that <laughs> yeah but I think lately since I haven't really been interacting with kids I haven't had that as much um which is fine yeah but it's interesting like I think just for me it is just like I want to I want to nurture something <laughs> <laughs> like, and it can be like with kids or pets or even plants. Like I have right with me right now. Yeah. It's like sometimes I just I get the urge to nurture something. I think I'm wondering too. It's like as someone who has a job that I mean, well, it's not nurturing children's nurturing a lot of people. Mm. I'm like maybe that's mm-hmm. why I don't ever feel this way because <laughs> I'm always yeah, doing you are it. Fulfilled in that way. I don't want to take care of anybody fucking else. I'm already done. With I it. barely <laughs> take care of my friends, myself, and my job. Mm-hmm. And the cat. Well, and the yeah. cat. Oh Ugh. god. You have a child already. I have I have my own child. And I mean, I mean, I totally understand it with, like, animals and stuff. I just mm-hmm. never yeah. desire to be a mother mm-hmm. in, like, the human yeah. sense. Yeah. So, I guess, um, I don't remember where I was going. I mean, I can talk I... about my womb craving. Yeah, go for it. Cool. Go for it. I had something that we were just talking about, but I don't remember. It'll yeah, come back. It's gone. Too. Um, I, like... I think I always thought I really wanted to have kids and then I had life happen and I realized how much work they are and realized I, I don't know, whatever. I'm on the fence about children now. But the other thing that I know for sure is happening is when I was literal, I did not want to have biological children at all whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Like I exclusively wanted to adopt and it was because my brother's adopted and it seemed like a good decent thing to do I was on board um but the thing I've noticed as I get older is that my body's like hey you want to have a baby mm-hmm. <laughs> and yep. I'm like do I want to have a baby <laughs> I know and yeah. then I'm like no I don't I never wanted to have a baby why why do I want to have one now mm-hmm. um and it's usually like it doesn't happen very often like I would not say it's like a phase it's more of like a a thought experiment essentially that my brain goes through every once in a while where I'm like, do I want to have a baby? Do I want to have a baby? I don't know. Do we? Mm. Um, and I think a lot of it's just like my body being like, we could have babies now. So we should think mm-hmm. about this. Just put See, it on the back Yeah. Yeah. Think I it. think that's another thing. Like because society and like other people, our age or like, getting married and starting families and stuff. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's 
definitely in my head, but in a more realistic way than it was mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. Like early, even when we started this podcast, like just out of college, um, it was definitely different than it is now. Like back then it was like, oh, it'd be so cute. Now I'm like, well, I would, but like first I would like to perhaps like own a house and like find a reliable long-term partner. So like I now I want like the whole package as it were, like very Americana. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have that at all anymore. It's like very like, exclusively like my body should produce another human being. Interesting. Um, Just like and like it's because I that and that's why I'm like a hundred percent sure it's like a hormonal thing and not like a me yeah. thing. Because, yep. like, it does not feel like it's connected to anything yeah. else. It feels very much like, hmm, wouldn't it be interesting if my <laughs> spine changed and my stomach grew and, like, my boobs got really swollen and, like, I had, like, weird different mucus coming out and I, like, talked about my Ew. mucus plug. Like, doesn't that sound great and interesting? That so fun. Oh, my gosh. Let's all do it. <laughs> Apparently, your mucus plug can come out and then regrow. Ooh. Oh, but knew? also makes sense. So, yeah. yeah. It's basically snot. So I, it's, I feel like yeah. after back all the time. I started having sex, I was pretty much like, I like sex, but I don't ever want to have a baby. Like, mm-hmm. ever. I don't even want to get married. Like, yeah. none yeah. of that. Well, it's like, nice to be so sure. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, who knows? It'll change. Like, I mean, my, some, like, some of my really close friends never thought she wanted to get married, and now she does. So, like, yeah. I also mm-hmm. am like, you know, anything could change at any moment. Yeah. I'm open mm-hmm. to change. But mm-hmm. I just also never liked children very much so i feel like yeah. i'd be a yeah. bad mom yeah we yeah i also the same boat on that yeah <laughs> so annoying and loud you can I I mean, they are so loud yeah i agree i mean i i don't think you have to like children to be a good parent i'm not saying yeah. that you yeah. i mean i think parents, you would yeah. like your own child that's my aunt always says She's, well, my maybe. aunt yeah. some people that's my aunt always says i hate kids except for my own kids yeah, yeah. i, I, I don't guarantee you're that. gonna like your child but it's also like says that about me well, maybe not now, but like in usual, quote unquote, normal times, even if you do hate kids, but love your own kids, like there's birthday parties, there's like this and that, you've got to be around other kids sometimes. And maybe yeah. you want to hope that your kids' friends don't suck. But they might. They, they probably might. will. And that's your kid probably I... won't want to be like you, and it's going to be annoying. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, that's something else I sort of think about that's, like, interesting about the whole womb craving thing is, like, it's very tied to pregnancy for me because, like, I mm-hmm. hate – well, hate's a strong word. I don't particularly like babies to three-year-olds. But I really like when they start, like, formulating thoughts. Same. And, like, can talk to you. And that's when it gets exciting. Yeah. And I was talking to uh, my boyfriend and I was, like – I mean, part of the reason I want to have kids is I want to, like, mentor somebody and like do all those things where you like make them watch crap and like convince them to read books and Mm -hmm. things exactly he's like that's a bad reason i want to have a kid and i was like "Eh, is it you could just make a big sister to something like you know like mentor you can still mentor a kid without having your own child exactly and i think that was his point is like i think i really like nurturing people and Mm -hmm. animals and plants and things but that's not and i totally agree i feel the same way you know it's like i like to nurture it's not that i don't like to nurture things it's just Mm -hmm. like my Mm -hmm. own i don't feel the desire to have my my own child Mm -hmm. yeah like i would adopt before i would have my own child for sure Mm -hmm. yeah do wreck your body yeah i've always yeah they do i think since i was like i I don't think i've ever really had a womb craving kind of like lucy i don't like kids babies and upwards yes i was like this is a high age before (laughs) i start to enjoy and you always Talked about adopting anyway, Hannah. Yeah, I think since I was 12, I was like, if I ever had a kid, I would adopt. And then more recently, I was like, well, I could also foster too. But I think 
I don't I don't think I'd necessarily also like be a very good foster parent either because that's so hard. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. know if I want to adopt either, but like I don't I don't if I ever had a kid, it would be foster or adopting. But I haven't decided if I really want one or more, so probably not. Um, but I have noticed recently again, like probably you know same as Sissel and others, like on the hormonal train. Not that my body wants to make a baby. Probably also because I'm on birth control, so like the hormones are different there. Quiet all that down. Yeah, but I do like like babies more. Mm. Like when my friend or my coworker who had a baby last year posts stuff about her baby, I'm like, oh, he's so cute. Or like I find babies and like little kids cuter now than when I did when I was a little mm-hmm. younger. I was like, wow, I hate children, but now I'm like, oh, they are cute, and I can see why people like them as they get into teenagehood i don't think anyone will ever think that's cute but <laughs> it's just what you deal with when you're a parent i guess evolution yeah. is so fascinating like the weak innocent version of your species you must keep reproducing yeah mm-hmm. like don't i wouldn't kill them even though they're sucking you dry yeah i wouldn't Literally. if i held a baby now whereas if i was younger i'd oh i have held babies before and i was younger and i was just very uncomfortable but I think I part of it just too... like, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was just like, I see babies like, oh, it's so cute. I'm like, it's a baby. Yeah. You know, like, I'd rather just... have a puppy or a kitten or yeah. something. Oh, puppies just... and kittens are so cute. They, like, they say like women are like programmed to like, like the like babies or like respond to them when they cry. But I get like that weird, like nails on the chalkboard <sighs> feeling. Uh, well, I think that is, I think that is you responding to its crying because the crying is supposed to be uncomfortable and you ha- are supposed to want to stop it. Suppose I also just want to get away from it. I don't want to stop yeah. it. Oh, yeah, put it in a box somewhere and shoot it away. <laughs> Not my <laughs> problem. Get out of here. I'm not like, oh, I want to go comfort that noise. <laughs> that noise <laughs> thing. I'm like, that noise is gone. Like that car. That that is getting shoved out the window. Yeah, yeah. like that so meme with go- the the woman that's like. She's doing like a layup, but it's a baby. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that one. That's a classic. But yeah, Cecil, I completely agree with you. I do not really like babies. They kind of gross me out. They're like very drooly and weird and also very fragile. But I really they need like... a lot of attention and they, they can also die at any moment. Exactly. Yeah. From nothing. Um, I'm stressed out thinking scary. about my pets dying. I can't even imagine oh, something less, m- more yeah, fragile right. than my pets. I already have dark thoughts about that all the time. I don't yeah. need more of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, Except, like, more um, intense because it's, like, a human being. <laughs> yeah. It's a human being, possibly, that I created and that I'm, like, responsible for. Terrifying. Oh, but um, <laughs> I I do really like older kids, which is why I like the age of kids that I work with. Like, I, I work with, like, fourth graders. And that's an, such a great age because they're, like... They can go to the bathroom by themselves. I don't have to deal with any of their bodily fluids, but they have really funny questions and like views on the world, and it's great. Yeah, they're at peak mentoring age. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Before middle it. school. Yeah, I guess. Middle uh, school is fun. Middle too. school. Middle school. Are, school. Good, but are you can kidding? Also be trash humans because they're ready. No, to- I don't want to be around a middle schooler. Are you joking? The- they're horrible. I was atrocious. Well, the thing about middle schoolers is that they are at like peak mentoring time because they need it so badly because their lives are so weird and confusing. Trash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, when I worked with kids, it was all with middle schoolers. I always got the like seventh and eighth graders, which were like the not. No one wanted them because they were always so emotional. <laughs> mm-hmm. So middle school sucks. It was like it's fun horrible. and like. It was fun to try, especially as someone who was, like, kind of on the outside of it. Like, I was just, like, a mm-hmm. camp, basically a camp counselor. 
Yeah. And I was like, here, I'm going to try to give you some advice if you want to listen to me. But if you don't, then like, whatevs. Not my yeah, problem. Good luck. You're going to grow out. I guess. Yeah. Um, it also didn't help that they were like troubled kids I was working with. Uh, Quote yeah. unquote yeah. troubled. Because they were like, su- yeah. they had to go back to summer school for some reason or another. So, yeah. Just thinking of us, Lucy, when we met in middle school at summer camp. Yes. Well, it worked Aww. out for us. We it worked out for us, but also just like thinking about how old I thought those counselors were, and they were probably in college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also, also like, we, were just, like, we were weirdos. That's why we like, attracted each other. We were weird. Well, I think like weirdos the counselors like weirdos. were probably like, oh, they're so easy. <laughs> they're just like the weirdos that. Talk about we just together. went off to our own all the time. We're like, goodbye, everyone. Mm-hmm. We need no one to help us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out. They thought we were yes, cool, yeah. probably. <laughs> our t- totally. I still have a tipsy dragon. <laughs> Aww. Aww. That's right. See, I love working with middle schoolers because then by by the time they're in middle school, they've kind of like, they're starting to try to figure out sort of their like identity. And, you know, I can like see a group of kids and be like, that those would have been my friends, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's, like, really fun and cute. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, just, I think- I'm waiting for the one child that I can convince to read Sandry's book by Tamora Pierce <laughs> and bring them great joy. Mm-hmm. See, I, I can't like get that anyone one. to fucking read it. <laughs> I don't know adults. why you liked that one so much. Sandra it's, was so annoying. Well, no, it's the reason. It's not that I like that book. Like, I don't like that book. But it's the first book and, like, a very good series that's age-appropriate for, like, 12-year-olds into more pieces yeah. world. And that's mm-hmm. why I keep trying to get somebody to read it. Ah, okay. Like, I could probably give people another Tamora Pierce book that would be better, but I, I keep trying with the Sandry's book because I'm usually trying when they're too young to give them, like, Alana. You're like... <laughs> There's a lot of sex in that one. Yeah. I don't I know. Start. We read a lot of trashy romance novels. I started school. so young. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you started. started so young. My, mom My teacher's weird yeah. when it's not your child. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. true. That's true. My teachers literally called my parents being like, is this okay? And they were like, it's fine. <laughs> my mom would give me the trashy romance novels because she worked at a hospital, but I think they just had a bookshelf where the nurses or whoever would like share books or whatever. And she would always bring home the trashy romance novels. And I would read a lot of them, and then I'd give some of them to Maisie. Yes. Nice. My parents were like, if you can get it at a library, then what's going to stop her? <laughs> you know what? That's a good philosophy, because, you know, if your kid is interesting, interested in reading, then why stop them, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. also how I saw Science of the Lambs shit. when I was 10, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just let you check it out. They didn't care as rated R. They're like, okay. Oh, I think yeah. I, like, watched that movie <laughs> Books when don't I was have 10. ratings. But yeah. also, like, I had an older sister. I was actually talking to my sister the other day. I was like... Yeah, I remember watching, like, Tank Girl. That was your first DVD. And she's like, it was? And I was like, yep. So I saw that when I was, like, eight. And then Silence of the Lambs. Wait, what's Tank Girl? Huh? Oh, yeah. What is Tank Girl? Oh, my God. (laughs) What is it? It's it's probably from the 80s. It's basically about kind of the end of the world where this one company um, has all the water in the world. It's called Water and Power or something like that. And so there's this... Uh, Tank Girl is this woman who lives like on a commune with a bunch of people and they're just kind of scavenging for shit but then the water and power people come and like murder everybody so she's out for revenge hmm. and they kind of yeah, okay. they have a bunch of slaves like working for them too and stuff like that and it's oh, cool. a pretty sick movie <laughs> check out Tank Girl <laughs> check out oh, Tank Girl <laughs> I'm full of recommendations <laughs> on oh, my relations you. Tank Girl thank you Hannah 
I'm working okay. on a uh, a list of quarantine movies or isolation oh, movies, so whatever. So um, yeah, so add that to the list <laughs> if I want to be dramatized. <laughs> I love that movie. Um, but yeah, going back to, well, I guess also middle schoolers, I think I wouldn't be so like traumatized by them if I didn't see myself so much in them too. Mm. There's like a certain mm-hmm. amount of cringe that I'm like, it's, yeah. it's too near. If I was 10 if years old, I would be cringe at that age. Like, we yeah, all exactly. Have so much like, not be. Yeah. But I it's think it's hard um, learning to be a human. Mm-hmm. It sure is. is. We're, doing, we're doing the best we can. We're just, I'm still um, trying to figure it out. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> but I think maybe part of like why babies and like kids don't bother me as much not that I necessarily like want to interact with them a lot but thinking about like my friends having kids like that's really exciting like I'd love to hold Maisie's kids and like give them presents yeah um like I love that auntie Hannah auntie Hannah hi me and my sister Oh, that'd be so... Me and my sister always joke because we both want to be aunts, but neither of us want to be moms. We're <laughs> <laughs> both like out. We're like, you're going to have a kid. You're going to have a kid. See, that's the thing. She's, she's going to be the first one to crack. I think she will. Yeah, I think, I think she She's going to have, like, a, a husband and children. Like, and I'm yep. going to be, yes. like, single and alone forever. <laughs> In a good um, way. In a good way. I mean, not... Yeah. Like, alone, but not lonely. lonely. Yes. There it is. Yeah, I definitely want my brother to get married and have children. Um, I don't... I don't know if he will or not. Um, he's weird. Um, but I, I, I definitely think it would be fun to, like, do the whole, you know, cousins thing and watch our children romp around and then, like, talk. Like, it's just be fun. Yeah. I also but hope anyway. my brother knocks someone up and then I get to be an aunt. Yes. I think he will. I think he will knock someone up. I think, yeah. I think I, it, it, really it won't probably be marriage. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not, I'm not super concerned about him having a child, uh, sooner than me, so. Kelly, yeah. you're the only not, one who has no auntie capabilities. Knock her up. Yeah. I mean, official, I, I mean, you'd still be an auntie any, Yeah. True. I do have a lot of little cousins right now. In fact, I have so many that I kind of have trouble keeping track of them now. Because <laughs> I have, I have two cousins that I'm close with, like brother and sister, that both kind of got mm. married around the same time and are both having kids at the same time. So now I have, like, so many babies in my family <laughs> and uh i think i have six five or six now so like unofficial wow. aunties they're all kind of around yeah. the same age and yeah so it's fun yeah i also have a cousin who just had their second kid um and like it's weird because cousin like the cousin children relationship is so fascinating because like mm-hmm. it feels very emotional and not like, depending on how much you like your cousins determines how you think about their children. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's like, very true. It's not like if your brother or sister had a kid where, like, you're, you're going to feel like an aunt. It's just going to happen. But, like, yeah. cousins, if you like them, you're going to like their children and feel like an aunt to them, which is, that like, is a true. Nice, nice thing. Yeah, because, like, I I mean, I like I like my cousins. Um, yeah. But I, I, I wouldn't have the same lifestyle as they do. Like, they're very, yeah. like, you know, traditional... Um, you know, like, have babies right after you get married kind of thing. And, mm-hmm. or at least, like, one of them is. And I'm always like, mm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I lost my train of thought again. 
Well, while you're thinking there about it, I have something else to add. Um, oh, excellent. So, so speaking of like hormones and stuff, I <clears throat> noticed, and this is probably TMI also, but that's why he signed up. So, <laughs> um, so deal with it. Um, I have noticed like a big difference, like between like when I'm ovulating, and I mm. I know because I have the app for it. Yeah. Um, and so when I'm ovulating, I am much more horny <laughs> and I'm much more interested in men and um also more interested in like penetrative stuff <laughs> and so that's clearly my body being like make babies it's <laughs> time it's my time yep and I'm like sorry no <laughs> what app are you using what what app what oh app? I use Eve Eve okay that's what I thought mm-hmm yeah. Um, uh, speaking of hormones, I remembered that jogged my memory from before, oh, cool. um, which always brings me to this moment in uh, an early season of Friends when um, I think it's like the second season when Chandler and Joey are taking um, Ross's son Ben on the bus oh, and yes. they like lose him. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they, like, are getting on or off the bus, I don't remember, and there's two women who come up, and they're like, do you want to smell the baby? And the one of the women leans in and, like, sniffs his head and is like, oh, my uterus just skipped a beat. Yeah. Because, um, like, babies, specifically their heads, do smell very unique, and, like, it definitely is a smell that my body, like, responds to. Same. And I've, like, never noticed that. People are always talking about that baby smell, and I'm like, it smells like a thing. I don't... I uh, I haven't smelled a lot of babies in my time, so... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I haven't really... When I'm around a baby, I don't really think to smell it, (laughs) I guess. I don't even smell... Like, it just smells... Like, you can just smell it. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like it just smells like baby powder. Like, I thought it's just, like, the Johnson & Johnson shampoo or whatever. (laughs) It's yeah, it's, mi- it's milk. What you're smelling is something to do with the breastfeeding. Yeah, and that's like what I've mm. heard is it's like a weird cyclical like baby smells like boob, boob smells like baby, et cetera, et cetera mm-hmm. thing. But like it's so gross. <laughs> Let me process that one. It's really gross. <laughs> I, I love. I'm really. I really. It's really weird because I don't like super love the idea of being like a mother, maybe. But I fucking love pregnancy uh, <laughs> i found your zoom room you guys were all hiding from me what what are you doing here <laughs> what? Did we invite you? i mean we did invite you wait you guys weren't supposed to invite gina <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> we've been talking about her this whole time hi, hi guys hello this has been oh, the gina so nobody wants you here i am not excited to listen to what happened before i got here oh, we spent 40 minutes talking about you how much we be. hate gina and <laughs> Nobody nobody wants a lawyer as a friend, you know? I know. Why are you guys still friends with me now that I'm gonna be God? (laughs) Because now you're a lawyer and if we get in trouble you have to you have to help us. That is true. And now I can't use the whole excuse of like if I practice law without a license, I will get in trouble. Because now I'll just Did you officially have one? No, I will have one when they swear me in by email. Got it. Okay. Uh, that's so weird. I mean, I'm glad it can still happen. Like, I'm glad they've like know how to make it happen. But that's just so anticlimactic. Oh, yeah. But I'll I'll live with it. Um, and I think I might read some chapters from Bindi McKenzie about 
anticlimax, putting it in a yeah. box. You should read yeah. Mackenzie. Oh, that'd be sweet. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm doing okay. And uh, I just had a socially distant uh, celebration with my family. So it was nice. Yay. That's good. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Gina, well, um, tell us Speaking about of families, <laughs> yeah, we're talking about wombs here. Uh, okay. You have a womb. So uh, does it crave? Track, but... uh, I do have a womb. It doesn't crave shit. It does not, <laughs> does not feel the need you to have, fill like... itself. <laughs> We have like a. I think we're kind of in a weird bubble of having a people who are mostly yeah. not womb craving. Yeah, yeah. I think we are. Do you and guys, I think that's actually more unusual. Do you guys know a ton think, of womb cravers? I know some people with baby fever when they see cute babies, but like the craving of the womb craving itself is something I've only ever talked about with you guys. I think it must be I more think, common than yeah. than we represent because I. I mean, we're just not very, we're like, you know, People we're like city girls, you know, well, <laughs> we're modern ladies. In quotes. Yeah, in I quotes. also think we're a weird group because only one of us is actually in a relationship. That too. Um, and Even like when most of our relationship, one. I don't want babies. Well, and half of us are not sexually active or like pursuant of that per mm. se like not um, on priority list it's just like we don't as a group we don't date we don't like i mean two of us <laughs> um <laughs> kelly and Maisie, are the, the two last holdouts for living at home mm-hmm. but i mean i think we are in general like a weird but we just talked we we you missed we were talking about how weird we all are uh gina so yeah i mean i think, I think this we're is kind just of another just, we're an interesting like test group yeah because mm-hmm. we have like a lot of different but i think as like like Maisie was saying i was like i went to like college in a small town i had a lot of great friends there and like half of them have kids now mm-hmm. what, what's kind of interesting too is like i wonder if we are more of a norm than we think but because Maybe. of societal pressure and like yeah. media influence if more people mm-hmm. have babies then actually like have the womb cravings to want the babies um, well yeah yeah and that's but who knows and I, I guess, the, that. yeah, the people who I, like, follow on Facebook, like, who we went to high school with or whatever, mm-hmm. who I actually, like, liked and would be friends with and stuff, I don't think barely any of them are doing anything baby-related. Yeah. Well, like, there's always the few that you follow who are entertaining, who are like, oh, let's watch your weird life unfold on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like... I think yeah. um, Gina's friend mm-hmm. is the only one I know of, like, close Hyacinth. friends of ours, <laughs> sure, um, <No>. who, like, <laughs> has, a, is married with a child. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think it's uh, that weird in the sense of, okay, why do everybody from small towns, why are they more likely to have kids? It's because they see each other having kids, and it's, yeah. like, it's not, it's mm-hmm. not a super strange mystery to me um i've really liked seeing uh hyacinth as we're dubbing her um i really like <laughs> yes. seeing her uh get married and have the kid and be because uh, that's what she's always wanted and that's never mm-hmm. changed as long as i've known her but for people who have never had super strong feelings about it if they don't see other people around them doing it you know less mm-hmm. likely yeah. to mm-hmm. happen less likely to think it's normal mm-hmm. like, yeah but yeah single lady all the single ladies book by rebecca traster mm-hmm. you know we're creating singledom as a normal yeah. behavior yeah. instead of a strange and weird nefarious satanic cult thing <laughs> yeah Aww, like, not satanic. <laughs> no, sorry, <laughs> even as someone who's like in a more like creative field that's like very strange and like not steady 
Mm-hmm. Still, most people I know have kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's so a lot of babies on my timeline. Yeah, so it's definitely still not just like the stereotype of the. I mean, you know, we're okay. obviously speaking in like certain terms, which yeah, make which are generally true. But I was like, again, like my friend I was just talking to you about, like, is five years older than me, and like grew up in Chicago, so it's mm-hmm. like she just had a kid, you know? Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's just that five years. I mean, maybe we're just it could the be tiniest, well, the tiniest bit too young. That pushes us into the thirties, and I think that will be different. Mm-hmm. In a weird, yeah. like, a way that I, I can't think about. But, but she's always yeah. wanted kids. Like, it's not like she one day woke up and was, like, wanted kids. She's, like, mm-hmm. just has always wanted kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not yeah. like she turned 30 and was, like, mm-hmm. it's time. Time. It's just time. <laughs> it's just, I'm just, I'm just illustrating there are people who are, like, maybe more, like, city or artistic and not, like, the more, like, traditional small town traditional folks. Mm-hmm. Also. Yeah. Yeah. And again, most of my bosses have kids and like stuff, you know, like have families and stuff. Too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think, but I think Maisie makes a reasonable point though, because most of the people I know who have children are literally just like a couple years older than me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same. Mm-hmm. Um, you maybe, know them well enough there's... to know if they've always wanted kids, or? Well, I don't know them well enough, um, but it would be interesting to like if For anyone's sure. done any research into that, like. Because if... I want to know like if people change, quote unquote. Because I think there's like. I was told from a young age that it was weird that I didn't want kids. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. once you become a certain age, you're going to want kids. Yeah. Which is, yeah I think so that's like, what's happening. And I'm also so, so I'm so kind dumb. of resenting that a little bit. So I'm like, oh, I don't want to be told that I'm going to change my mind. Like, maybe I will. I'm not saying I'm like opposed to it. But yeah. yeah. But like part of it is like, fuck you. I'm not going to do what you told me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, don't just keep telling me my opinion is going to change just because like yours did or like, yeah. you know. That's kind of how I felt about the whole adoption thing was like, I was super steadfast about it. And people were like, well, when you get older, you might feel differently. Okay. And I was like, that's, that's like extra fucked because mm-hmm. you had a great example of like, a functional like adoption which is awesome and more people should adopt and adopting is a good thing to do so fuck off all you um you'll appreciate this should be cut out but like you'll just appreciate this i got into a huge fight with some people like over a summer because like i have adopted people in my family as well not you know someone as close to me as you but yeah and i got an argument because they said they they didn't believe you could love the adopted kid as much as your real kid and i was like and i was just like this is some male ego, ego bullshit. Yes. Yes. See, <laughs> I think <laughs> if I were the, I mean, wait, 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 to pause, be fair, pause, there's a oh, pause. Okay. I didn't include this. So okay. what do we need to not talk about to be able to include Oh, this? I mean, you can include it. Sorry. I just okay. thought it was kind of off topic. Oh, no, it's no, fine. It's not. I like it. It's okay, yeah. go for it. It can be included. So, okay. We've talked about this. Yeah, right. <laughs> of all the things we've talked about. Tank girl. Tank girl. <laughs> Leave her in. <laughs> yeah. her right. um, Sorry, I just thought it was off topic. That's the only yeah. reason I said we could cut it. I just okay. wanted to okay, bring it up. Cool. I was like, so I, was I have a, like privacy thing you were worried yeah. about. I have feelings about the adoption having had absolutely no, like, I none of my family. Well, I guess I have yeah. like some sort of distant cousin, but like, I have no connection to knowing anyone besides Sissel's brother who's adopted. Like, that's yeah. my literal yeah. only experience. My, sorry, um, I'll continue. Oh, but anyway, I think. Sorry, Sissel. If I were like the biological child, and then afterward my parents adopted someone, I'd be like, I was not good enough. Like mm-hmm. you didn't like me enough, so you had to like go outside the family and like pick someone else to like oh, that would, you loved more. I wouldn't feel so like that way. I think that's how because of I don't know my like mental whatever. Like that's how I think I would view it. I don't. Why don't you view I don't. Your brother that way. Yeah. Why don't you view your biological oh, brother that way? I. I didn't like him. 
Okay, so then it's like not. So, you got so it's the same thing. It's not the adoption. Yeah. It's the other yeah. person. Period. You're yeah. like, I'm not good enough. I need more kids. Yeah. 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 Like, I don't it's think like, it matters if it's adopted or not. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is like, so I really wanted a sibling like super bad. And I was willing to take it in whatever fucking form I could get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like it didn't fucking matter to me that it didn't like biologically. Because I do think that Lucy hit the nail on the head that I think a lot of the reason people have problems with adoption that then later create more issues. Mm-hmm. And then there's the whole slow, the whole foster care trauma situation, which yeah. is like, a whole other debacle of human psychology. But like the idea that somehow biology is crucial to attachment which is like scientifically uh, completely inaccurate like it's just such it, it's, it's, like, it, it's a very male thing because it's a very yeah. male like carrying on the bloodline kind of bullshit yeah. mm-hmm. and see like, my grandma did because she had two kids and one of them was my father biologically and then she adopted eight kids and then fostered four more <laughs> so wow. i know so it's like <laughs> my well, i know she was she just like, was like a foster queen and then like if, yeah. it, if it really like worked out she would adopt to them mm-hmm. and yeah. i don't know if i got all those numbers right so apologies whatever yeah. um, it was more but, than zero yes but i know like, but like my uncle who was adopted is like one of the closest siblings to my father like yeah so i'm like for me it's like i just grew up with like having that whole like i always knew that like my aunt and my dad were by a lot like biological kids but the rest didn't matter like they were all like still mm-hmm. loved and like treated yeah. like aunts and uncles or well, they're all uncles mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. equally yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. I just never understood people like being like, yeah. it's different or weird. Yeah, and I don't think kids. I mean, kids for the most part probably don't care. And this is a bad example, but for me, like <clears throat> growing up across the street from somebody, Cecil is still pretty good friends with who has two siblings adopted. Um, and I I wasn't like super close with them growing up, but I do remember like suddenly like he had younger siblings who did not look like him. But I was like, mm. I, don't, I don't know. Huh. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't realize <laughs> okay. that they were adopted for, like, a really long time because I was also little. And I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. He just has, just like, this is strange. He just different. has siblings now that he didn't have before. I haven't talked to him in a while. <laughs> yeah. And I also said my grandparents did not, like, have the opportunity to foster outside of, like, honestly, like, you know, Caucasian children. So, like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. a yeah. whole different it's another subset. I am, obviously, yeah. you would know. It's, like, a whole uh. different, like experience i think like in the thing that like it comes up a lot in like the adoption related circles i run in because like because of my brother i have met a lot of adoptees Mm -hmm. and there are so like most of the ones i'm like still friends with are very much like i love my parents and i love my family and they like talk about adoption a lot on facebook and whatever and they're very like pro-adoption and then i have these like periphery stories i hear about of like adopted children deciding that the family that adopted them like sucks basically and like finding their birth family. And then there's also all the horror stories of like Asian adoptees whose families basically either had their children taken away from them or like somebody sold the kid Mm -hmm. into the adoption Mm -hmm. like industry essentially. And so like there's lots of horror stories with that. And so there are so many problems with adoption for sure, but none of them have to do with them being like less easy to attach to than a biological yeah. child. No, yeah. I think if your like heart is open for like a child, that can yeah. be open for like whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's one of the things that really bothers me a lot on TV because like you hear all these like fertility tragic stories, and I don't think that that's like an invalid experience. Like I think going through infertility sucks and is like horrible and like very, it like really plays on your 
what should be theoretically a natural thing to mm-hmm. do, but is actually yeah. really fucking hard. Um, but I think the thing that bothers me is it's, it usually doesn't come up that adoption is like part of that, your options. Yeah. Um, I was re- recently watching Glow and I got really angry about this for mm-hmm. a couple episodes because they were having a huge fertility thing. And like the core issue was that the woman didn't want to be pregnant. She was like, I don't want to put my body through that. I had a horrible miscarriage. I don't want to have to like go through the trauma of birth. Like I just don't want to. And like nobody talked about adoption. And uh, I was like, that's literally would solve your problem. Yeah, yeah. It'd be so easy. Just do that. <laughs> like that's why you're, that's your problem. Yeah. Okay. You don't want to give birth. So adopt a kid. But yeah. Yeah. I, mean, or I mean, just, like, get a lot too with like books yeah. or movies, but even with real people or like, but also that gets a lot more complicated too. Yes. With mm-hmm. like, especially, you know, with fertility issues and having, a lot of miscarriages like you don't want to tell somebody or like ask somebody if they've thought of adopting because it's like that's that's not really end of your business but well yeah (laughs) I I do think that a lot too but I kind of keep it to myself I'm like this is like very personal but because like that's the thing is like I think personal stories about infertility like you do you like you handle your your life the way you need to handle it like I have no input in what you should be doing but I do have an opinion about media representation of adoption Mm -hmm. I hear what you're saying well hey to bring it back to friends as we were talking about before (laughs) Chandler and Monica adopted twins at the end and it was lovely yeah Yeah, it all worked yeah, I, I hear well, what you're saying. It's like, it's just always well, treated as a last resort. Sometimes. Yeah, that's true. Like, it's like, oh, I can't have kids and I can't, like, I'm not rich enough to have a surrogate or something. Yeah. So yeah. I guess I'll settle for this, which is kind I'll of I'll settle. Sad. So, like, I don't, I agree. Like, mm-hmm. of yeah. course, it's a deeply personal choice and, like, you only should make the choice if it's, like, what is correct for you. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think more people would make the decision to adopt if it was, like, a more normally represented thing. In and I also think society. true there's not been a lot of adoption stories treated in the way that like some of like the more quote unquote, like the ones that assimilate in really well, it's always like, yeah. Oh, it's so hard because of the adopted kid or like, yeah. Or you, what literally. Yeah. You yeah. know, what's a lovely adoption story that like made me cry a lot was a uh, lion. was just about to bring oh, that yes. up. And yeah. That's one, I haven't seen that yet. And that's one where, no, I can't give, damn it. I can't give it away. But basically the idea of on what, level of choice is adoption for you it's a different yep. story in that sense um, mm-hmm. i also think the really interesting thing about lion is it's a really great adoption story that like doesn't pretend that like childhood trauma isn't a factor yeah. oh yeah Hardcore. because like i think that's a huge thing in adoption stories is like the sense of abandonment and like what mm-hmm. that does to a mm-hmm. like you're so impacted in like your first three years of life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like if bad things happen to you it's going to affect you yeah um um, this is, so if people have more adoption things, we should talk about them, but I have a question unrelated to adoption and more. Yeah, we've kind of gone on yeah. old Sorry, we, we've gone on a tangent I again. I feel good now. <laughs> um, uh, so as far as womb cravings go, I've never had them, but I've, the way Lucy described it as I knew from an early age, I want kids, which is, I think what you said, Lucy, that's never. No, no, no. I don't want kids. I don't want that. kids. Yeah, but you knew from a young age. At you said you said want. Oh, sorry. I know you knew from a young age. You didn't want them. Yes. Yes. The um, I've never had a want or don't want. I just don't think about it in a way mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that I don't know if I don't. I'd never thought that that was odd until I met people who have like had a choice in their head the entire time and knew exactly. Yes, I wanted them. No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Or I mean. Not- I don't really think about it very often either, to be honest. Like I, and it's one of those things where it's like I, I, I do want kids, but I've 
And it was one of those things where I think I was growing up and it was expected of me as it is of every girl that I would have kids someday. And then as I grew up, I was like, yeah, actually, I do want kids. And that was kind of the end of my thought process, (laughs) you know, so I don't really. But it's always in kind of the far future, which uh, as I'm getting older, isn't realistic, but I'm it's still baby. slightly less far. We got another good 12 years in us, girls. Yeah, I'm still baby. <laughs> um, Who knows what modest, modern, blah, 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 modern medicine will come up with in the yeah. next 12 yeah. years anyways. I'm going to have a baby when I'm 50. Or, or adoption. adoption. Adoption or has adoption. always been a very viable option for me. Well, um, you could always, you could be a surrogate if you get your eggs taken out, you know. True. Yeah. You can have um, a surrogate. Um, yeah. Oh but, yeah, I've always I've always wanted uh, to donate my eggs if I don't have kids, just because I have like a genetically blessed genes. a genetically blessed family. Yes, and yeah. I you feel like yes, you do. I feel like a hoarder having all of this to myself. Like, <laughs> You're a hoarder. Yeah. Donating donating your eggs is so hard. I know it it's so such a, a shitty process, and that's so sad. Dudes with their sperm ejaculation. Yeah, one, of, yeah. one of my coworkers was doing it, and she kind of shared some of the process. It was, it was a while ago, so I actually don't know how far she got. Um, but she was like sharing some of the process with us, and I was like looking it up online, and it's. Oh my god, it's so it's intense. You, it's like, you have it's to like do like hormone I mean, it's shots. It's almost like IVF and, uh-huh. because you have it to is. take yeah. all these. It's literally like IVF. Yeah, you have to take all these yep. like shots and hormones and stuff, and then they, I don't know, harvest. Which is such yeah. a harvest time. Harvest time. And I've also talked to people about this who are really freaked out by the idea of donating because they're like, I don't know if like someday I meet my like biological kid that I helped make somewhere in the universe and that's weird to think of them walking around and that's like I kind of like that idea <laughs> just somebody yeah, who cool. like, yeah. has my genes just walking around and I never meet them I kind of like that idea yeah. and I'm bummed about this uh how difficult the process is because I think yes. it would be kind of cool yeah. Yeah. yeah I think what's also kind of interesting and like tied to that is like the number of people who are now like freezing their eggs is like a precautionary measure mm-hmm. um Cause like it really is a bitch. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. If you have problems, and it's like I know plenty of people in my life just from like stories, like yep. that are like they're you know a couple years older than us, or like around the same age as us, and miscarriage, miscarriage, miscarriage. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. It's super common. It's, it's very like common. Four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's funny because people don't really talk about that a lot about yeah. how that's like such a normal part of pregnancy. Yeah. I I feel yeah. like people are talking about it a lot more. At least like people that I'm okay. friends with on more Facebook, recently. Like, I know mm-hmm. so many people who've had miscarriages because they're they're more open about it and yeah. Yeah. and post about it. Because like, like a grieving like, process. Years. Yeah, yeah. It really we're, is. we're flipping it. I think it's like a really fascinating thing because like it is so personal and it's so weirdly linked to like your self worth. Yeah, yeah, like shame. Yeah, and yeah. the more we talk about it, the more it'll be just better for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I. I guess this is kind of also where I struggle and like where I get frustrated why people don't talk more about fostering or adopting is because mm-hmm. because I don't really feel the need to have my own kids like I don't understand a lot like the intense want that these people have so mm-hmm. I get frustrated when they're like oh like I have to have my own kids like I could never yeah. adopt or I, and I know they're they probably mean well, but it's just like it just sounds so horrible to me. Yeah, I agree. Really, no, you don't know there what that kid will turn out kids like. It's like four hundred thousand kids in foster here in the U.S. Yeah, it's like four hundred thousand. If you adopt or foster, like, yeah, you don't know what that kid will turn out like that more or less than what a biological kid of yours. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Gonna, yeah, exactly. But it's like I, I it's always like, a surprise. Struggle a lot with 
being empathetic in those situations, but I also just like, I'm non-confrontational, so I just, so I just like don't say anything for the yeah. most part. But I'm like, ah. oh. well, yeah, the the idea of it being a bi- like some kind of biological intense drive that I just have never experienced, so it's like I can't relate to it. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know. I think for the most part, it's like if it's somebody closer to me, then I feel more strongly about it. That like if they have a miscarriage or or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. feel more strong and yeah, feel yeah. bad and things like that. And like we shouldn't be minimizing either how like difficult adoption is because it's also oh, really yeah. difficult. Yeah. Oh, like I don't even know what the yeah. first step to that is. <laughs> you fill out some paperwork and you, and you probably list. told no. And you fill out some more paperwork and you yep. told no a lot and yep, yep. it's great. Well, but, yeah, that's yeah. exactly. I'm sure like in a lot of ways it mirrors like yeah, kind of the line of infertility because you're waiting months and months and months and and sometimes there could be false positives, but it, yep. it mm-hmm. doesn't go through and things like that. I mean. An interesting statistic is, like, a lot of people who um, adopt kids get pregnant, like, right after. Mm-hmm. I have heard that. There's an Aww, baby. Um, and I will say, okay, this is like a side note on positive adoption stories. This is like, yes. Sex in the City had a really good adoption story. Yes. Aw, did it? Yes. That's good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, um, she, well, the, the, the more traditional woman really wanted to have a kid, but then she found out she was basically, like, unable, you know, it was like, very difficult for her to have yeah. children, and she couldn't have kids, and then eventually she, like, adopted a baby, and, like, one of those, the most precious last scenes is, like, when she sees the picture of the baby, mm-hmm. and, like, she's like, that's our baby, like, that's, that's our baby, you know, and it was just, Aww, like, so it's sweet. so good. Yeah. And it was, like, um, a, a child from, like, a different, you know, like, heritage as well, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But then, but then, and this is something that uh, media does a lot. In the movie, she gets pregnant. That's yeah, that's exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. she got that's pregnant. Like, yeah, that's like really what Sissel saying. It's like Sissel was saying. Okay. No, I, I know because like basically what happens is like you've been so stressed about getting pregnant that it's basically impossible. Which you adopt, all the stress goes away. No. You get knocked up. So, <laughs> yeah. so no, that that makes sense to me. Yeah, it's the medial. It's the media portrayal of it that makes a little less sense to me, just because that's such a beautiful story. On yeah. its, I, uh, the way it ended, I guess. I still yeah. like. I still like the movie. Yeah. I, think, I think the way they do it in the movie so makes sense too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. I also think it doesn't bother me because it is such like a statistical fact sure. that that happens. It's not like, yeah, I don't. Know. I guess yeah, more no, like, it wasn't it's... the main part of the movie either. It was just yeah, it was just like a cute little scene, and then they moved on, and then she eventually had the baby. Yeah, I think it's more that what I would like to see more is stories that end like the adoption story yeah. i guess that's that's all i'm saying mm-hmm. like i because it was i wish there were more adoption stories all the time exactly. always yeah yeah, yeah. and well, clearly like it can go so many ways like mm-hmm. there just need yeah. to be more portrayals of like positive ones instead of like angsty you know like maybe more like yeah. angsty mm-hmm. which are tr- also true and like yeah real stories but mm-hmm. we can't just show one side of the coin or whatever but yeah, it's yeah. Like, can't we also have like very happy adoption stories and sure. like ones that work out really well and mm-hmm. still have their own problems of course oh yeah like yeah, all families. Two BMWs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've really made this. Who has like, that? Whether we you started push that, right that in the baby beginning. out of your vagina or you adopt it or foster it or whatever, people suck. Is <laughs> <laughs> that our closeout? I think we need I to have that worked into a haiku. <laughs> yes. Is that the haiku? Okay. We just, do we have to talk for like two, how fast can you write? <laughs> I okay. thought that was the okay. haiku. Well, do you have anything, Gina? I do. Have you guys talked about, does this go, does this change depending on your sex drive? We talked a little no, bit about where you're okay. Okay. Well, for, it did for Kelly, kind of, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, for me, it, it doesn't seem related. Okay. Yeah, same. 
For me, it's, it's not related to sex drive. I did notice, like, I thought a teensy bit more about kids when I was in a relationship that I was happy. That's yeah, we one. talked about that mm-hmm. a little bit. Okay, good. As long as we talked about how, like, most of us are in our relationships yeah. right now. Yeah. And, and I will say... Also, like, how I, mine feels disconnected from that in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say, I don't think I have more wound cravings when I'm, like, you know, when I'm ovulating and stuff. Mm-hmm. But... I think I want to, like, my body wants to get pregnant more, you know? So okay. it's, like, it's, like, separate things for me. It's, like, it's like the biological imperative. All over yeah, the place. Exactly. exactly. Actually, one and thing that I wanted, imperative. one last thing that I wanted to add about, like, the sort of, uh, like, adoption and media stuff is that, like, I think, like, I've always really liked the idea of adoption. And I think part of the reason why is because, and a lot of us probably, part of the reason why we feel this way is because we all grew up with a lot of fantasy stories where mm. sort of found family is like a big theme, yes. you yes. know, and like stories in fantasy often deal with like, Oh, this person was orphaned and then they got adopted mm-hmm. and you know, all this stuff. And then they like found mm-hmm. a group of friends that became their family. Yeah. And it's always been true, a very nice concept to me. So I think you're yeah. totally right. Yeah. I just have one last thing about this. That's yeah. a weird thing that's happened in my life in the last year, which is I had, because of the surgery that I had on my digestive tract, um, mm. pregnancy is, like, not necessarily recommended. Like, I would have to mm. talk to my surgeon about, like, the whole thing because of the way it puts pressure on your, like, where my surgery happened. Um, so it's just, like, a weird thing that I didn't expect to have to think about at this point yeah. in my yeah. life. Like, for me, it was very much, like, because of health reasons, like, I need to have the surgery. And now I'm like, oh, well, that's, like, maybe shut a door that I didn't even, like, open. And so, like, that's really strange. And so I have thought more about adoption recently because, but it's not something I had ever considered, I think, probably because I had no exposure to it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's just, like, a really weird, like, oh, okay, that's another part of that whole thing now. Okay, well, we'll we'll get to that eventually. Just another option. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) You have choices. Yep. It is weird sounds weird yeah okay mm-hmm. i've got nothing else i just wanted to make sure you guys talked about those things yeah we did a little yes. basic cover-up yeah all right yeah. do we yeah. get a haiku we do here we go have, have some womb cravings i don't know what that is like middle schoolers suck <laughs> <laughs> accurate. thank yep. you for Correct. joining us on this journey accurate and accurate <laughs> I'm glad you guys. Right. Like, thank you for letting me into the room. Oh, yes. I guess. <laughs> okay. Spewing your porn at us. I know. That was yeah. cool. Get out of here, you that. troll. Yeah. Could have porn bombed you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Come on. Next time. You. Uh-huh. I don't know, but I. It would have been Are tough you even to... a part of this group? Uh... <laughs> Do you even know? <laughs> All right, everybody. All right. Okay. We out. Bye. 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 All right. Thanks for listening, guys. You can find us on all the things, such as our website, which is throbbingmembersonly.com. On Insta and Twitter, we are throbbersonly. And please subscribe and keep on listening. Thanks.